You know, still learning all the features of Riverside FM, right? There's there's so much I to know. go through and learn. And because they're new, they keep making a lot of updates and changes, which is great because that means that they're really yes. intent on this being the go-to product. And uh, they even have like weekly uh, chats or whatever that they encourage you to come in and ask questions. And oh, I may get on cool. one next week. Yeah, yeah, I have a couple nice of questions. And it's not like we you've we've never reached out to tech support and been like, where's my file? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you're right. And this is a good segue. Take us away, this is a Alyssa. Good segue. Hey, so you weren't here for the beginning of this for the segue, but <laughs> so we were just discussing some podcasting woes. And we are here today to talk about things that we've learned for this first like chunk of time in yeah the podcasting land so yeah that's it's just kind of a chit chatty little podcast this this week nothing nothing crazy a little retrospective on nothing crazy yet (laughs) on our intro to (laughs) being podcasters because this is we're, we're really this is a new podcast we just launched on National Book Lovers Day, which was August 9th, mm-hmm. 2021. So it's been what, September, October, November. This is month four. Mm-hmm. Almost month four, right? It's not even yeah. December 9th yet. Yep. So we are a super brand new podcast. Mm-hmm. So then there have been many lessons <laughs> in this early stage. <laughs> yeah. And yes. And even for me, for someone who was not new to podcasting, Still, a lot of challenges and and things that were, uh, it's a lot to learn. It is a lot to learn. I was podcasting very early on. I'm talking like over 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. Things have changed. Like all this fancy stuff that's out. We didn't have this stuff then. Yeah. It was much more difficult to figure out how to podcast Mm -hmm. over a decade ago than it is now. It's it's kind of amazing now. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think it's super cool that, I feel like you and I, <laughs> let me just pat myself on the back a little bit. <laughs> I feel like we're like at some, I don't know, like we're at the forefront of something cutting edge with this Riverside thing, which is the platform we use to record on. Because everybody we've had on so yeah. far has been like, this is cool. Nobody yeah. else is even using it. So it's it's kind of neat um, yeah. to not be in a... Uh, I guess the typical stuff that people would have. I mean, like, mm-hmm. what do people normally use? Zoom, I think a lot of people are using Zoom. Yeah, and yeah. StreamYard. Yeah, but which are know, all great. Like, I don't have sure. issues, but like, this is this is a neat little platform. Shout out to Riverside. You're neat. Yeah, little platform. Riverside FM. You know what? They have an affiliate program now, so we're we're going to put our affiliate link in the show yeah. notes for this episode. And um, you know, if you want to give it a try, use our link. Yeah, because so we've been using it for we don't use it for the first couple episodes. I know that, but. We've been using it for a little while now mm-hmm. for the majority of our episodes, and it has yeah. been amazing. And um, yeah, Wait, there was just... only one episode that we didn't use it, right? Because we really? used, I think, cause oh, because we, we used Stereo's episode. Carmen. We used car- we Stereo, and yeah. then we jumped in the Riverside. We were like, "Fuck yeah. it, let's, just, let's give it a try." I love when you curse because it just opens <laughs> the door for me. I also know that Caleb's not around, right? <laughs> <laughs> How to yeah. tell when the grandchild's not home. Yeah. <laughs> the F-bomb's, F-bombs lying. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, we used stereo. We used stereo for our passing reading project. Yes. And we used it for our very first interview for TV mm-hmm. Lowdown, which was episode two with Carmen of Tomes of Textiles. Yeah. And then we just rocked it with Riverside FM. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's really a great, I think stereo is still really great. Like I think like you could totally do a podcast with just like something like stereo mm-hmm. and like a decent mic and, and that's it. And like, you could be fine. And if you wanted a visual thing, you maybe you use, you know, um, your laptop right. camera, which we've been using for a while and I've yeah. just upgraded a little, but she um, sure did. I did. I'm really excited about it. 
But um, it's like, it's just crazy how the barriers to entry are so low, which yeah. is just uh, fantastic. Because when we were talking about all of this and before it launched, I, I think those were some of my fears was like, how are we going to actually logistically do this? Exactly. And like, how much shit do I need to do it? Because like, I, I, right. I got bills. <laughs> right. Ditto. Right. Exactly. It was like, we can't come out of the gate spending a bajillion dollars trying to get this off the ground. Mm-hmm. So we've got to be, you know, smart financially and uh, really pick and choose where we spend a dollar. And so we chose to spend a dollar on one year's worth of uh, web hosting for our website, which we mm-hmm. use Squarespace. And then we chose to use Riverside's pro um level that they have which is $29 a month and totally um, worth it so so so, so if you're shopping it. for something <laughs> we would say riverside is great yeah great if you want to upgrade that um and then i mean i don't know i think like what did i i bought my mic bef- way before like a year before we ever even had a podcast cuz we were just talking about it right and that oh, it was last year's cyber monday it so was, it, sure it was, was last year's cyber monday i i they had a decent deal for a a nice mic and i just i just jumped on it and it's, it was hiding in the closet for months and months and months and then i dusted it off so we mm-hmm. could do this cuz we we've been talking about this podcast for, for a while oh, yes we have like a really long time and it's it took yeah. a while to launch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we went through a lot of iterations of a lot of things. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, but yeah, we talked about it for a while. And and I still had my old mic from a decade ago, that MXL mic. But I was like, Mm-mm, I want something new and fresh. Mm-hmm. And I bought a mic. I bought a mic with this little like cheesy ass mixer off of Amazon. And then like the sound was so tinny and so terrible. So then I did more research and a lot of podcasters recommended the Samsung Q2U, which is a USB and XLR mic, XLR mic. So I I bought that from Best Buy for like $69. It -hmm. is a wonderful mic. I have no complaints. I have no idea what mine is, and it's definitely not as fancy as yours, but it it works. (laughs) Yeah. That's all that matters. I mean, when we were doing the passing reading project, I think I just used the mic on my headset for the entire thing. And um, I mean, like this thing was like $20. 30 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, it was so much less frightening. I don't know if that's English than I thought it would be to launch this and yeah. to get going. And I, and I really enjoyed that we started with the passing reading project to I sort know. of it was a good get primer, our little, wasn't it? yeah, get our like feet wet a little bit and yeah. work out some kinks. So yeah, you're, if you go back and listen to those, they're probably a lot rougher than right. <laughs> our actual podcast. Right, but it was it was great because that was our first time podcasting together. Mm-hmm. So and and so like we have we have our own rhythm just in our you know personal just us life, being yeah. friends and a personal life. But then there's another rhythm when you mm-hmm. enter into oh now we're recording so that other people can listen and just kind of vibing with that. So the passive reader project was great to mm-hmm. like fine tune all of that stuff. Because when we're when we're just talking, we're just talking on a personal yeah, level. But talk. then when you're recording, there are things you have to keep in mind for like the audience. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that gave us an opportunity to to like work the kinks out. Like try not to curse all the time, Alyssa. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. really try not to get yourself canceled by just being an idiot. I will say <laughs> that I am constantly afraid. That is one thing in this world of the internet right now. Yeah. Every time we put up an episode where we don't just like talk about like like this isn't gonna make me nervous, but like right. anything time we talk about like a heavy topic, I get so nervous that something negative's gonna come out of it, like really negative because of the way the internet jumps on things. Yeah, and not that for I sure. think that like we're inherently like controversial or. But you don't even have to be these days. Sometimes you almost don't know when you put your foot in it. And I I will – I put my foot in it a lot. It's (laughs) just like who I am as a human being. Like I will tell you a story. It will explain to you how bad I am about this. I was on the bus to rush week. So we used to – so when I was in college, when we rushed sororities, they did it at like this um, Quinta Inn or whatever, like in their – Right. In their ballrooms, like, each sorority had a little thing and you would go. 
and I was on the bus for Rush Week, and we were talking about this show uh, that was on MTV at the time that was like really early 2000s, like rich girl, stupid stuff. I had like yeah. Jamie Gleisher or something or whatever. And I was, I said something about how I didn't like this one person in this reality show. Yeah. And next to me across the aisle, this girl I did not know turned to me and she goes, well, she's my best friend from home. So, and I was like, I can't oh, even. Oh no. So this is me. Like, this is how I like. Oh my gosh. I'm so good at putting my foot in things. I'm like, how? That's so awkward. That's very awkward. So, so you can imagine my fear. Right. Every time we put up a controversial, controversial. Right. She's saying controversial in in air quotes. Air quotes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. But I also think that it's still important to be authentically us, who we are as people. And. You know, but just, I guess with everybody who's doing anything in the public forum, you're, you're rolling the dice. Yeah. You know, if you're going to start a podcast, you're rolling the dice. Well, if you're going to do anything where you put your butt out there and yeah. your words out there, I think there is some element of like a healthy fear, or you should have an element of healthy fear uh, so that you don't, because we all should be very aware of what we're saying saying and doing and the messaging that we put out in a public forum like always yeah. like you wouldn't walk through work being like fuck you or exactly you i don't know but like <laughs> why know would you, you walk were. through yeah why would you walk through the internet space like that <laughs> you know what I mean? and there's definitely people who do but but on the flip side that could be something that's holding somebody back mm-hmm. from starting their podcast and we're here to tell you don't just Put those fears to the side, you know, embrace them, yeah. but also put them on, put them, put them to the side and just go ahead and start because you're not going to please everyone. No. And also your brand is not going to be for everyone. And that no. is perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. But you know how they say, if you've got a song in you, just sing it. If you've got a podcast in you, you just record it. <laughs> you don't want me to sing it. <laughs> You know what I mean? If you've got a podcast in you, you you start that thing. You you start it. And I I I, I think it's been really it's been wonderful for like my reading education. Just having this very focused section of my life where not just you and I share books, but since now we've been bringing on authors and yes. other creators in the yes. space. I mean, our episode with Akili, like, oh my god, I'm like, so I'm never good. gonna stop reading because the things he has so in there, and 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 what an amazing human being! Like, because like literally every time we talked about something, he was like. I got a book for that. Yes. He was really a, when I said he was a joy, I meant that he was a joy. Yeah. Really. He's a, he's a cool dude. He really is a he's cool a, dude. He's a cool dude. He's he somebody really that you want to get to know. I know. I'm like, I don't think you can have a bad day with him. I, I, you know, I'd be like, hard pressed to find you having one with him for, for sure. And if you tried, sure. he'd be like, Mm-mm. exactly. You're going to dance fun. it out. We're gonna, yep. <laughs> Yep, that was a great episode. That was a good episode. That was uh, episode 17, folks, titled Be Radical, an interview with Akilah Nazuri of a Black Man Reading. So give that a listen. You will not regret it. Mm -mm. So we've been fortunate. And that's another thing, right, that we've learned. Do not, again, because we're new, right? We're like just shy of four months being born. And we've already interviewed, what, five people? Let's see, Carmen, Shelby, Charles. Yep. Rachel, Akili, and and recently... We didn't really interview Jess, but she was a guest. We we collaborated with Jess Owens um, to talk about a book. Yeah, so, I mean, we we asked. The only thing we we said is no. I think that was, that's like the biggest lesson is is realizing that we just have to, is remembering, I guess. If you don't freaking ask, you're 100% not going to get it, right? Yeah. So just freaking yeah. ask, because what's the worst thing that happens? They say no. Exactly. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. And we actually, for Rachel Housel Hall, the author of These Toxic Things, we asked her to be interviewed oh, a long time last ago. year, December before we had of a podcast. 2020, before, before we even had a podcast. And yeah. she said yes. And when it came back 
to us circling back around to that conversation to let her know that we now had a podcast and Mm -hmm. was she still interested? She said yes. So just ask. I still, and that was a lovely, and I love that interview too. That interview was great. Every interview has been been fantastic. We've been fortunate. And and in so many different avenues. Like I think like our discussion with Carmen was was wonderful oh, yes, about it was. just what does it mean to be cuz I this this space of like bookish social media is it's yeah. its own little weird it is microcosm of of the world and it yeah. and and you feel like when you're in it that this is all of this is normal and like everybody else is experiencing it. And then mm-hmm. you, you, you remember that like, no, this is like one little pocket of a exactly. much bigger world. So uh, we're getting all angry about, you know, like this inappropriate author or that yeah. problematic person. And then we're see keep seeing the books everywhere. Most people are not here in this space. Exactly. <laughs> Reading these things and learning these things or talking about this stuff. Exactly. And when you think about, the amount of books and authors that we learn about or that we have a direct connection to mm-hmm. uh, and all the publishing houses mm-hmm. that we're aware of and most likely have a direct connection to, like that is not your normal yeah. average everyday reader. Mm-hmm. This is, we're in something different. We are you doing know, something we're different. In a, we're, in a, we're in our own little cave where we're... I mean, that's what it is. Because we are. This is our own little reader bubble. doesn't know that, you know, one publishing house really has like 12 underneath it. Yeah. They don't know what arcs are. They don't know. This is like insider stuff that we've like stumbled Into. upon by being in this community on Bookstagram or Booktube or whatever, you know, but this yeah. is not like your normal reader's experience. Like yeah. It is a weird little world, and and I, I I talk about this. I don't I don't know if the video's up yet um, on my channel, but like it'll be up at some point. Um, but I know I talk about this at some point that I feel like I've started shopping differently since we've gotten into this whole space, and I shop based a lot more on publishing house. Yes. Weirdly, because of these relationships that I've been building, I feel like. There are just some places where I'm uh, – some books that I'm more likely to just roll the dice on with very little information because mm-hmm. I know it comes from, like, Tor That's or Orbit. Right. And I'm like, yes, I trust you. But then with – and interestingly, the really, 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 really big ones, mm-hmm. I don't have that same feeling with because – I don't know. Like, I think maybe because they're so big and everything's so broad and I don't have such a, like, like, I feel like I have a very good relationship with Tor. Yeah. Like, all of the people that I talk to at Tor are wonderful. And, like, I'm not anybody special. Mm-hmm. But they just, they are just so normal, I guess. <laughs> they are right. normal people. And if you make a connection with people in publishing and they can genuinely see your love or interest in something you can build these really beautiful connections exactly and and i feel like sometimes i I miss that with the big ones because i feel like they're just so much broader so i don't get that really focused interest but then there's also some like i've started realizing like titan books i keep buying things from titan books Mm. and other things like there's just weird stuff i've noticed in since i've been in this little space for a while. And I don't know if you do the same kind of thing where you see you see Europa well, and you're like, I'm going to buy that book. If if it's Europa editions, I'm basically in. Like, you don't have to sell me. If mm-hmm. I see that little flamingo or whatever that little... I'm in. That little thing. That little thing. <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm done for. They've got me mm-hmm. hook, line, and sinker. Period. If it's Catapult, if it's Counterpress, they've got me. Mm-hmm. They've got me. Mm-hmm. They publish what I really enjoy reading, and mm-hmm. also the people are really nice. Their rips are really nice. Their rips yeah. are really sweet, and um, you know they know that we're helping to push and market these yeah. books. They're aware of that, and they're appreciative. And I and I appreciate that. We are relatively free marketing. So yes. Yeah. They send us a book. Exactly. And we market it. Exactly. And they don't have to do anything else. I don't- <laughs> I don't know if Europa Editions has like a, an influencer program, but if they do, I need to get on that list. 
You really do. I love you them. read a lot more Europa. What's the yeah. other one that we like that that does the pre, the passenger, which I do need to read this year or soon? Why did I forget the name of it? I'm on their website all the time. The, the, the passenger passenger at night all blood is black, which we also need to read. We Maybe do. that'll be no a TBR it. loaded. No, don't click it. Don't I'm you de- click it, ma'am. Don't you click <laughs> you it. You saw me. Don't you? Don't you? Other click things it. I've learned is that when I type on my. She gets really mad at me. <laughs> so, yes, let's talk about that. Podcast editing, right? So we <laughs> Things do, that will piss off the person you... <laughs> so we do video and audio, obviously, right? So Alyssa handles all of the video editing, and I handle the audio <laughs> editing. Audio is a trip because you don't realize when you're actually recording that these mics pick up everything, Mm-hmm. everything so if she clicks on her keyboard when i go and it's time for me to edit i can hear all those clicks now i've got to silence all that stuff out sometimes i'm breathing too heavy and i have to silence all of that out or sometimes you don't realize it like oh i just said right like 15 times in a row well i'm going to now silence 10 of those rights because it's that's too what much. i learned video editing i was like i say um a lot <laughs> you know so it's all those things about editing like I mean and, and some people just they record it and they upload and th- that's it they they do no editing I can't do that <laughs> push compress I'm sorry I, yes, I had a bookmarked I'm like I'm trying to find it well I had a bookmark I just said don't click because I have a bookmark it's push compress because everywhere it says something else online so far that I found on using my phone, as you've instructed in previous discussions. Yes. So, you know, just keep in mind, if you're getting ready to start a podcast and you're going to be editing your episodes, Said just podcast. be conscious of <laughs> the things you're doing mm-hmm. while you're recording, because all those sounds, things will be picked up and you'll have to edit them out. Not unless those things don't bother you. You know, it's, it's all about what your preference is. Like what yeah. that sound you just made, we make that a lot, you and I. And I silence all of that. That that sound, I always, I will leave a few in, but I silence most of them out. And most of our ums I take out unless it's so connected quickly with the other word that if I silence it, it sounds weird. I'll leave it in, but otherwise I'll take it out. So it's all about the preference of the editor and what sounds the best in their ears. Does that make sense? I mean, a lot of people don't like mouth noises, but there's also the world of ASMR and my clicky clacky and my mouth noises. You would. Well, right. But this is not ASMR podcast. (laughs) I think ASMR would get on my nerves after a while. I don't. Oh, I, I love it. I don't listen to any. I don't watch any ASMR like with people like unwrapping things, and I don't watch any of those. Naomi, I love it so much. It makes me so happy. Really? And, like, there's this one woman, and 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 she does all these weird noises. And and when I when I when I first start watching it, start when I first started watching it, I was like, "What the fuck is this stuff?" And then I was like, "Oh, I kind of like this." <laughs> so I'll put her on and she's doing all this weird shit and I'm like every time I start it I start one when I can't sleep I'm like this is fucking weird this is just it's so fucking weird and then before I know it I'm passed out <laughs> really yeah it I just like those, me it makes um, me happy what do you call you them? like I, the, I, the rooms with yeah, like I call the them music. sound rooms with the nice pretty you know visual with the nice you know sound or whatever whether it's jazz or the sound of rain or a thunderstorm or a train, I enjoy that a lot, whether I'm awake or like trying to go to sleep. I've got a whole playlist that's pretty serious for me. So so wait till, when you have true insomnia, you start delving into all kinds of things on the YouTubes to make you sleep. They have uh-huh. ones that are just dark. Like there's a black screen. I have that just, one too. I found the play good one. Like, um, I have one that's like a pirate ship in a rain in rain, and it's just mm-hmm. like a creaking ship in rainstorms, and it's the best. Yeah, yeah. it's absolutely the best. Like yeah. when I when all else fails, black screen pirate ship creaking in the rain. <laughs> Boom. So, um, so yeah, so that's 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 editing. Oh, oh, okay. And so let's talk about editing software. So oh yeah, I, I don't use, know what you use. So to you edit use? the the podcast, I use Adobe Audition. Mm-hmm. I already pay for. The creative suite. So it was a no-brainer. But before, when we first started, I was using 
a program called Reaper and it was really, really good. But then I remembered, duh, I already paid for the creative cloud, the creative suite, which includes all of the software that Adobe has, which includes Adobe Audition. So then I started using that and I bought, I bought like a, it was on sale through um, Udemy. It was like, mm-hmm. it was like $100 course for like $7 and 86 cents on yeah, sale. They always do that. They do a right. lot of that. So watch that. Right. So like I went through all the people that were like giving trainings for Adobe Audition, the version that I had. Mm-hmm. And I chose the one that had the most and the best reviews. I watched their samples just to make sure that I flowed with the way they were teaching Adobe Audition. And I bought it. And I just watched and and just did what they said to do. And that's how I've been rolling with it. But Adobe Audition is a fantastic editing program. I really like it. And I'm just yeah. like in the in the in the baby part of the water yeah. with this program. I'm still well, learning. The Adobe it. programs are so powerful. Like you can do so oh my many gosh. things. It's crazy. I don't even go down that route for video. I'm just I just use my Final Cut Pro because it was it, I mean, it is an investment. I think when we got this laptop, it was like maybe somewhere between five and seven hundred dollars to like add it yeah. on to your computer. Yeah. But like, it's just here, and I never have to pay for it again. You know, it's not like a subscription, and I hate yeah. subscription. I absolutely hate subscription models. I am an old lady, yeah. and I remember when the world was not filled with subscription models. Me too. And you paid for something, and you and that was that owned it. That was it. You don't own anything anymore. Remember what, like iTunes, can you even just buy music through iTunes anymore? Is it all like iMusic? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't use iTunes and I don't, I use Tidal. So I don't know how that works. Do you use like iTunes, you know, back in the day when you had your like iPod mini, like. Yeah. Back in the day. Your pink iPod mini. Yes. Yeah. But since we moved to streaming, I don't know how they work. When it came time for me to choose a provide um, a service, I chose Tidal. Who I really like. I use Spotify, but like I and and I and, and I pay for my streaming and all of that, but like I really do not like a subscription model. It pisses me off. Cause I know I know why you do it as a business. As a business, if you and I were gonna do a subscription model for the podcast, I would be like, Yes, let's do it. And I and and I would use I would use Premiere if I had it, but I have Final Cut Pro on here and I still don't know how to use it completely. And uh, I need to fix that. But you know, I like having a very robust thing that I can use and grow into. Absolutely. I used iMovie for a long time. And what I'm wondering is, can you use, is there something that's already built into like an Apple, like the Apple world, like iMovie, can you use GarageBand? I'm trying to think of things for people that like want to do a podcast and don't want to add on services because it can get, like anything, it can get very expensive if you yeah. want to make it very expensive. There so are they- plenty of blog posts and YouTube videos on how to use GarageBand to edit a podcast episode. So, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Okay. Now, again, I'm, I'm already paying for Adobe anyway, so it wasn't anything for me to start using Adobe Audition. But I do see, like, it's such a drastic Difference from GarageBand and Audition, I would gather that if you did start up with GarageBand, you would quickly find that you want to elevate to something a little bit more focused and featured for audio editing because GarageBand, it it feels very basic level. And also, like when you look at these like more professional programs and then you look at GarageBand, it just looks so different. I know that GarageBand theoretically is simpler, but there's something about it that makes, I don't know, maybe because it is so simple, it looks difficult, or maybe it's because it looks so different than what I'm used to. Because I've been in the Adobe world for a long time. So whenever I see Adobe things, it feels familiar to me. Um, I don't know. I had to go in blind with InDesign many years ago, and Adobe products are not intuitive at all. They 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 are not intuitive, but I went to design school. <laughs> I I I dissected animals. I did not go to design school. <laughs> I am a biologist by nature. Have you heard of Cork Express? Mm-mm. So before there was InDesign, there was this product that was industry standard called Cork Express. Mm-hmm. One of the most difficult 
layout programs ever, but it was industry standard. Mm-hmm. And I was in art school at the time when, and we were using that. All of our labs, they were loaded with all the Adobe stuff and then Cork Express for layout. Mm-hmm. And then Adobe came out with InDesign. Mm-hmm. And it was like the, the gates of heaven opened up, right? And then InDesign quickly became the industry standard. Yeah. But because we were already in that ecosystem of using Photoshop and Illustrator, InDesign was, it's, all Adobe stuff looks the same. So yeah. You had to learn how to use it, but at the same time, the foundation you already knew because you were already yeah. in the Adobe. I didn't house. have any like real Adobe experience, and I just yeah. sort of like stumbled into this because, yeah, essentially, I think the company I was working for didn't want to continue to pay the designers who designed mm-hmm. their marketing materials, so they were like, "We'll just buy InDesign and make a list and do it." And I was like, "Okay," yeah. <laughs> and this was, I mean, I'm sure there were stuff on YouTube, but like, I mean. The world, like, 12 years ago was a very different world. Right. So, I mean, if it, if you threw me into this now, I could spend a few hours on, like, Skillshare or mm-hmm. Indi- or YouTube and I could figure it out or get a Udemy course or whatever. Right. And now – but back then it was just like, well, I'm going to keep clicking on things and <laughs> until yeah. I figure out how this works. Yeah. So, I, I mean, there were many late nights in the office where I was just like, I just, I just want to put a line – in this document. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, it's a great. We get a line in this document. It's a great program, but you know, so then you talk about, you know, how you have subscription um, uh, pr- uh, programs. I mean, it pissed me off too. I was like, this is going to cost me a lot of money, a lot more than I spent back in the day. Right. But you're talking, I learned how to use Adobe products like in 1999. That's how long I've been using them. And not mm-hmm. like every now and then, like literally almost Daily. every day of my life, I'm using this for work. Mm-hmm. So I'm not coming out of that ecosystem. This is how they get you. Mm-hmm. They know us professionals who have been using it for two decades. We're not going not anywhere. Leaving. We're not going anywhere. They know that. I mean, mm-hmm. they've got us. They've got us. And they're just, mm-hmm. they're just raking in the dough. So yes, if you're a beginner starting your podcast, you don't want to spend money on editing software for audio, use GarageBand. Mm-hmm. Use GarageBand. And then do your research on... When you feel like you need to level up with something more that gives you more, you know, features, do your research on what's available out there that fits your budget. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of things out there. There's so many Um, things. You did a lot of the research on the audio side. Uh, When I had a PC, I know on the video side, I used to use this Movavi platform. Oh, I've heard of that. Which I actually really enjoyed, but doing it on my sort of old Surface was painful just really? because i had a lack of power in my um in your laptop in itself. my computer yeah so i mean i loved that but now that i have i mean this was a like a very expensive birthday gift for my mom this MacBook, and yeah. i will cherish it until the day it decides it wants to die because like it is a gift from my mom my laptop uh-huh. that's dying now yes mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was it is it is it is. It was a game changer just to get the speed. Yeah, just to get the speed. And there, and and then I think there are some things I, I liked better about Movavi than I like about Final Cut Pro because Movavi has um, like packages you can buy for different like graphics and transitions, oh, like effects and stuff. Yeah, and effects. And I have a lot of those back if I ever open up my computer or whatever. If I ever go back to a PC, yeah, which I might get another PC for fun. I can't seem to find stuff like that for Final Cut Pro. And there might exist somewhere, but it wasn't as easy to locate. I'm sure there are creators who have created things and you can buy separately outside of yeah. like Apple. But it was just nice. It was very coherent. It was very cohesive in the Movavi world. So was it an open source software? I don't know what that means. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what is Movavi. that? Movavi. So like open to everyone, like you don't, you don't have to really buy it. You can just like go to their website and download it. And like, there are other developers like working on code to like improve it. No, it's open it's, source you, you code. Buy it. I had to buy it okay. and it was pretty, I want to say I was maybe like a hundred dollars. I might be wrong. That's but it, that I feel bad. like it wasn't like a terribly expensive investment. Yeah. It did most of the things I needed to do. And then each package, you know, all different packages cost different amounts. So if I had money and I wanted to get a thing, I would get it. If I didn't feel like spending money on it, I didn't. So it was kind of, it was fun and they would do different like thematic things. So, I mean, I feel like I had more fun making videos in that sense 
when I was using that platform because I could, um, you know, do some interesting effects and stuff, which I can't really do now as yet. You mean I yet. stand right now talking to you today. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of a bummer, but I'm finding ways to integrate Canva into because Canva has some small video stuff and, and using Canva and my, um, Final Cut Pro sort of together has been yeah. interesting. And we do a lot of our other stuff in Canva. And I, I finally went down the rabbit hole and just was like, we're going to buy Pro and we're going to play with it. <laughs> and yeah, and everyone talks as well, about I Canva. Think. And I, I'm just like, but I have Photoshop. Okay, but like I don't have Photoshop. I know, but like everyone in the world is like, just use Canva. I'm like, no, I'm, I, I still use Photoshop for everything. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have Canva. No, you have Canva. I mean, you don't, I don't have Photoshop. You have Photoshop. I know. I, I, know. I know. So, I mean, it's, uh, those are all the things that I think. Yeah. Wait, Canva has a pro that you pay for? Mm-hmm. What, what does a pro give you? A lot more templates and things to, oh, it's a lot more robust. I, right. Duh. Right. Right. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Now that I'm asking, it's like, of, duh. Yes. They have a pro level. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I made the materials for the 75 hard challenge. The reading challenge. Uh, so yeah. I need the, the tracker for that. And it's just, it's really nice how much and how simply I can create digital content and kind of be a dum dumb about it. You right. know, you can make some really, really interesting, beautiful things that it, without having a design degree, you know. Yeah. Biologist. Yeah. Nurse. Design yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just, I don't know. I like those things. Those are good. Yeah. Those are what I use. This is turning into so, like the how do we create TBR lowdown? <laughs> well, I mean, but it's but these are all I how like- we get things done and what's working, what's not working, what we started with, what we're using now. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot a lot changes because you're still researching as you go along. You know, so I mean, my mind is blown today that like I got this my or yesterday I guess overnight my um webcam arrived and. I am like blown away with the fact that I can up my filming game just in general with this smaller investment because I've been so focused on getting a DSLR camera and yeah. really upping my and which I still want to do but that goalpost is is so much higher yeah for <laughs> than, sure than this was so and I think that a lot of I think I would have known this sooner if I was asking more questions of other video content creators, but I don't think that we talk. It's almost like arcs. Like nobody really talked about arcs. When you get into the space, it feels like this magical thing. You don't know about how to get like, like, how do I get an arc? I don't understand that the the amount of like Lacey told me and I told um, Landis and then Landis told this people. So it's like fine. It's like the secret that kind of like goes through your bookish friends when you're in social media space. At least that was my experience is that it felt like it was this thing. Which nobody really talked about. Nobody talked about. Somebody just sent me one. And I was like, how should get my address? Nobody's weird. That is weird. Nobody ever did that with me. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I found out like, like through bits and pieces of information that I was not searching for. It was a very strange yeah, and path I feel like to the same getting when in the you art wanna, game. It's the same kind of thing when you want to get into these creative spaces. And I don't think that anybody's really gatekeeping the information. It's just that I don't know if anybody's really, people really talk about it because it's so much about the forward-facing product, like the end product, but not as much about like how do you make it. So I love when people do. I sent you that uh, Cece Suarez video about how she sets up for her videos with all of her booms and her lights and stuff, right? Right. And like, I love, I love that shit because I'm like, well, now I need to get lights, which is like the next thing on my thing because I want lights at the end of my desk so I don't have to pull my desk halfway across my room to stick my ring light behind it because it's so big, you know? And these are stupid things you don't think about. That's another really? thing, right? Lighting. Well, I guess if you're just doing audio, it doesn't matter <laughs> if you have lighting. But Well, but you know, a lot of people are doing what we're doing. They have the yeah. audio part of their podcast and they also have the video part. And I have um I have uh box lights. Uh my 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 office where I record and do stuff, uh, the lighting is very weird. It's it's mm-hmm. not reliable. So I have two box lights, uh, light boxes that I got for under 150. 
and they're great. Sometimes I need to use one. Sometimes I need to use both, but I have two and it's great. That's, that's one of the best things I bought over the last year and a half. For I sure. feel like, I feel like that's the cutoff for everything for me. When we talk about equipment, it's like, can I get it for under a hundred? <laughs> it's so easy to go over that. And it's yeah. like, I just, and it's so hard to go under that. Yeah. So, you know, light it if you're doing like a video podcast, cause I'm starting to see now like a lot of blog posts and videos on how to start a video podcast or how to start a YouTube podcast. So I think more people are starting to do that in addition mm-hmm. to audio. Well, I think a lot of people have realized that a lot of people don't sit and watch YouTube. A lot of people Listen. Have it on and listen. And podcasts fit really nicely into that. Like, why wouldn't you put your podcast on YouTube if you could do it? It's another yeah. way to capture an audience. Absolutely. I mean, think about how many booktubers there are. And I mean, I know it's a tiny niche in the YouTube world, but like there's people, there yeah. is pe- there is people, there are people that are only people. Yep. that only really get their stuff through YouTube. So sure. that is a, that is, I almost said market share, <laughs> but it an is audience. It is a market share. <laughs> Sorry. I'm still stuck in, I'm still stuck on that Mortimer Sackler. I know. I said that to Jess, by the way. And she was like, oh, so you are corrupt. I was like, <laughs> I feel unclean. <laughs> That's the other thing that I've loved about this is just how many good peoples there are in this world. I know. Because you forget, you forget the world is filled with so many douchebags. And then, I know. <laughs> and then you go and you, you get to meet these people and yeah, and they're just lovely. Like absolutely. They really are. Most people are lovely. They so. really are. I, I still think about our interview with Charles and. Oh my God. Charles is like the nicest, wonderful human. sweetest human. And that book is so good. Oh, Every variable so of us. Good. It's really good. You guys need to pre-order that. It comes out March 1st, 2022. Yeah. It's really good. But he was just, he's a hes a great person. I wish him so much so much success because yeah. he deserves it. I mean, he, he wrote really a phenomenal, phenomenal novel. And he's right. It's hard to get a queer POC book into the world yeah. through traditional publishing and have it yeah. be embraced and... I think I think I think it's a fantastic book. I really yeah, do. It really is. It's done really, really well. And um this is coming from someone who was not like a total YA lover. That She's not really a YA good. person. Mm-mm. That it was so good, I read it all on my Kindle. I know. If you know me, Book Lady Reads, I don't really F with a Kindle. Okay? Just but I read you that. Join my seventy five hard challenge. Join my challenge. I do need to join your challenge because I'm mm-hmm. failing at everything right now. Mm-hmm. I need to join it. I also need my camera to focus. <laughs> I am a blur. <laughs> It'll you gotta back. you gotta learn your new camera. I know. I don't the thing is there's no like I'm used to it like a, a real camera where I can play with Right. And I, there's nothing to play play with. It just Right. It's just doing just, it on its own. And I keep going to like try to like <laughs> adjust it. And you can't. to adjust. And you can't. It just exists. And don't worry, folks. All these um, pieces of equipment and software, we'll link it all in the show notes so that you can check things out for yourself and get some ideas. Just in case there's anyone out there who is, you know, wondering, you know, how to start, where to start, wondering what we're using. Just trying to get information for your own research journey into starting a podcast. We'll throw it all in the show notes. And I mean, and, and I don't, I just want to keep stressing that I don't think anybody needs to start this with expensive stuff because I, I, I feel like the barrier to entry should be, do you have an idea and do you have the passion to, to, to execute on it? And then the next barrier shouldn't be like, now you need $500. <laughs> In all honesty, to me, the only thing that you need to start with is a damn good microphone Mm-hmm. and a solid pair of headphones. That is it. Mm-hmm. That is it. If you're going to spend money anywhere, spend it on your mic. Yeah. Spend it on your mic because it's the audio that matters. Yeah. You don't want to spend all this whiz-bang money on, you know, this wonderful piece of software, but then you have a trashy mic and your audio sounds like crap. You don't want that. You want to have great audio. And then all the crap you do in the background, like just level that up when you can. Everything can't be fixed in, in editing. <laughs> 
That's, got that right. That is a lesson I've learned from from YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't fix everything in editing. There's right. a whole uh, book tag that I don't know what happened to my audio on it, but it's like there's a plane taking off throughout <laughs> the entire thing, and I don't know where it came from, what it is, and it's fully edited because I was like, well, maybe, and I tried so hard to clean this shit up, and it was so so bad and like i think about one day just maybe i'll do <laughs> maybe in like a reaction video to like old videos i've made oh, yes react to that fucking terrible yes you should video. do that that's crazy i feel like i remember you going through that and i was like i don't know how to fix this yeah <laughs> again audio is a trip it's a trip and it's tricky but mm-hmm. learning it is really really fun but mm-hmm. yeah just just spend your money on the mic Mm-hmm. And solid headphones that you'll need for when you're editing. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. And, and again, you, my mic you, was sixty nine bucks. If you want to interview somebody, ask, ask, just ask. I mean, we haven't really tried for any. Like, we're not like just trying to think of a really big name, which might be hard to get. Like, we're not like, hey, Stephen King. God, that would right. be horrible. So if I had to interview Stephen King, right? <laughs> Stephen King, come. Come on our podcast. Exactly. But, you know, there's few of those people. Most people are happy to talk about the things that they're passionate about. I think most people, most authors understand the importance of going on podcasts. And I think they're more open to it than maybe they would have been, I don't know, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. think now I think anything online related that they're invited to come on to, to be interviewed, I think more than likely you'll get a yes. Yeah. Unless your schedules just don't match up. Or you're like trying to do something not nice. Yeah. <laughs> if your intentions are are, are not right. Because we, we have quite a list of people we'd like to interview going mm-hmm. forward. You know, it's crazy. Like we just started in August, but it does feel like we've been going for a while. And maybe it's because we've talked about it for a whole year before we even launched. Like I feel like we've been doing it for like a year, but we have not. No, we haven't. And, but I feel like it's also because we do a weekly podcast. We are constantly working on this. That's true. It doesn't it doesn't stop. <laughs> That's true. New episodes every Monday, folks. <laughs> you don't have to commit yourself to um having a weekly podcast. You could do it bi-weekly. You could do it once a month, like I don't know about once but, a month. But you if have you're to doing it consistent. once a month is it really a podcast? Yeah, I mean, but it has to be consistent. I mean, you have to be consistent with what you're doing, and that's really yeah. the end of it. I mean, that's the same thing with YouTube. The more consistent you well, are anything. with creating content, the better it is. I, I yeah. mean, I think I think the one thing that I dislike about creating stuff in the internet space are the algorithms, and this is what I don't mm. like about them. I don't like how it keeps you in buckets. Yeah. So yeah. if it's why people create, like, so many channels on, like, YouTube, say, because yep. – you can't have, you know, anti-MLM content and lifestyle vlogging on one channel because nope. the algorithm's like, what are you doing? What are you like, doing? And please stop. Yeah. So it, it, that frustrates me because I feel like I don't want to watch 16 different channels if I really like a person. And I don't want to listen to like four yeah. different podcasts if I really like what people are doing I kind of I hate that niching down to an extent like, yeah it feel it feels very prohibitive sometimes like if you and I suddenly want like this will probably be an interesting episode because it's bookish but it's not I feel like perhaps there's more wiggle room when it comes to a podcast like if you so. have a podcast about this particular niche topic i.e. books for us, right? Mm-hmm. I think that anything related to what we're doing is still fine in this podcast stream that is really about books. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it plays well when you have a YouTube channel. I don't think it plays well when you have an Instagram account about X and then you add in a Y. Yeah, they don't like it. Yeah, so I, I, I think it's different. For pod- it's also harder to get eyes and ears on a podcast. It really is. It's, uh, and you know what I'm not liking is um, the analytics factor. Yeah. So like my analytics on YouTube, I feel like YouTube gives you the best breakdown of the analytics. 
Instagram's like fine. Oh, whatever. Yeah. It is. But like, how do you get your analytics on a podcast? Right. They've got we, like we go through anchor, but it's so bare bones. It's like somebody viewed your podcast. Great. Yeah. Um, but I kind of get it because it's not like YouTube is YouTube and Instagram is Instagram. Mm-hmm. Podcasts go to so many different channels. Yeah. Like there's or a whatever. couple of things. Like there's something called pod chart. No, that's not right. Uh, chartable pod charts. Char- I want to type, but you won't let me. Nope, you can't type. You can type on your phone. I think it's called <laughs> Chartable, and it's Podcast Analytics. Chartable. That feels right. But we'll I think those are almost all pay-for things, right? I don't, I'm don't. i not sure. Well, I did a little brief dive into trying to figure out a better way to get analytics because I don't like that I can't see our analytics yeah. to actually know how successful or not successful we're being. Also, we had that one lady who reached out to us about something with like – you know, advertising, and there there were questions. Oh, she asked there. a lot of questions. And I was like, and I was like, I don't, I don't even know, I don't know how to answer those questions because yeah. how the frig do I even get exactly. those answers? And if you asked me about my YouTube channel, I could go into my back end and be like, boom, boom, bang. They're shitty because my channel's small, but I can answer it. <laughs> I can't answer it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's that's the tricky part. It's weird because podcasting is not new. But then there are things like analytics where like that part still hasn't been figured out, which is so strange. It's, it's not like podcasting just started though. last month. Like podcasting is old. It is old. <laughs> it's old. But there are these things that are very typical and standard in other realms of social media, but then they're not existent in the podcasting world. And it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's really weird. It <laughs> makes really no sense. Weird. Yeah, because I used to listen, listen, listen to, I used to listen to, back when I could still knit, because my arm wasn't jacked up, I used to listen to knitting podcasts way Mm -hmm. back in the day, and I used to listen to, like, bookish podcasts. There was one called Chop the Bard, which I believe is still around, maybe, Mm -hmm. and he breaks down different Shakespearean plays, and it's, and he'll, like, sort of in an abridged way, act them out. And then there was another podcast, which I hope still exists, and I would have to try to find it. But they they would do something similar with um, books in the public domain with like like oh, Livervox. Yes. It was like 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 mm-hmm. Livervox, but it was that's not what it was called. I can't remember what it's called. If I can think of it, I'll put it in the. I'll have Naomi put it in the show notes for us. But like, it, yeah, this is not new. <laughs> this right. is like. And those were great. Like, and now, now it's like slick and stylish. You know, now you've got things like, oh yeah, like news agencies going into it, like yes. the Doctor Murder or whatever, Murder Doctor or whatever that that one yep. was. That one's great, by the way. <laughs> and Doctor Death, that's what it was called. Oh Doctor yes, uh-huh. Death. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's one on Theranos, and you know how I feel about Elizabeth mm-hmm. Holmes. Mm-hmm. I have a weird obsession with that kooky lady. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know it. They got to get their shit together. How do those? I mean, they must have other ways that they have analytics. I don't know. I think maybe that's why they go to a subscription model on iTunes. Uh, maybe because then it's in one spot. Maybe, but I, I, I just don't know. But I, you, you know, you and I, I think we could benefit from going to. Some of those annual like podcast conferences that are held just for podcasters, you and, and I should really just for us to attend see each other and that too. <laughs> Find the bookstore in town, record a live podcast, Log it. you know, all that good stuff, you know. But I think that, like with any industry that you're in, you go to the industry conferences to get all of the information and to meet other, you know, fellow podcasters. So I think yeah. that you and I could benefit from that greatly. Um, yeah. So maybe, I mean, sh- I don't know where we are with this effing virus, but like whenever we're in the clear to like go to a conference, we should definitely do that. I mean, if you ask like MLMs, they're still doing freaking conferences and people are dying from it. Let's not even get into that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Because what's that big conference? Let me see. There's one. I think they were in person this year. I feel like. I mean, I am vaccinated and boosted. I will go with an N95 on. I am vaccinated. <laughs> I, I need to get boosted. 
I don't remember the name of that conference, but um, it's a big one. If they're, if you're a podcaster on any level, you probably know about it. And I just can't remember the name. That's my bad. But yeah, things like that. When we have all these really intricate questions about how do you get this about your podcast or how do you do this for your podcast? When you're in the room with people that have been doing it forever, mm-hmm. you get those answers. Yeah. And we need... um business cards <laughs> if we're gonna do that right um oh podcast movement that's one of the best like the big one all right so we have to look into that all right well i, I did want to ask you a question and we could both answer this if you want what is what are like one or two things that you want to work on for the coming year for the podcast i want like your to, focus is for our podcast my focus is all audio mm-hmm. i want us to have like the best sounding audio. That is like my number one priority. When you listen to TBR Lowdown podcast, you want to be blown away with how crisp and how clear and how perfect the sound is. That's it. The audio. She has one small obsession. Just the audio. <laughs> I am a little obsessed about it. Yeah. You are a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also like, I love having something to learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love having something to learn that, it's challenging. You know, I like when it, you know, my brain gets to really work. So that's that's it. Audio. Good. Cool. And what about you? Um, I definitely want to work on our merch. Yeah. Because I, I, I do want to, like, get some, some new stuff launched out on that and actually get people interested in it and not just have it be, like, things with their faces on it because yeah. that's nice. Yeah. But, like, actually create a little brand under yes. TBR Lowdown that – speaks to the values and the that we have um and like the things we're trying to actually promote with yeah oh my stomach's growling i need that cheesy bread uh, <laughs> promote as as like as a as a podcast like what what is our our actual mission for doing this it's not just i mean if it's just for you and i to talk to each other and meet some cool people i mean we could do right. that as we were doing just being in the bookish space But, like, I really want to create something that furthers this agenda we have of just at at its core highlighting the importance of books. And reading diversely. And reading and reading diversely. Diversely? Diversely and exposing. Yeah. (laughs) And just, like, exposing people to more things so that we can be well-rounded humans. there's, there's, There's too many one dimension humans i think in this world and it sure. causes it causes so many problems yeah um so that i think is one of my bigger focuses is to just work on actually designing some really good stuff i dig that 100 percent. do we have any other things that we've run into that we look back on and it's like oh that was crazy or that was hard or oh that was easier than i thought I'm kicking myself for not realizing that I could edit the videos the way I did with the Akili video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which sooner. I, I love it, by the way. And I was like, how did my dumb, dumb butt not realize this? I was putting out like jacked up video for <laughs> several episodes. It was not jacked up. For like, because I mean, the idea behind the the video p- part to make it so that maybe you want to watch that as opposed to listening to the podcast itself is that we leave a lot more in. I, cause I want to, I, you know, we wanted to give a place where you can see sort of the unedited full podcast with all of its grittiness and grittiness didn't mean that it needed yeah. to look like shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Naomi will create a beautifully edited um, audio version of the podcast that you can listen to on anywhere basically that Mm -hmm. you can listen to a podcast and i you know i want the video to be just a little bit more just to give you just a little bit more for a reason for you to tune into that but yeah no that was a lesson i wish i had learned a few episodes ago (laughs) you know again although it doesn't feel like it we're so early on we're not even at six months we're like just under four yeah we're not even halfway through this. All of our little lessons learned, you know, and we're still learning things. We're still figuring stuff out. And I also learned how much you hate clicky clacky keyboards. <laughs> well, only because it's a pain in the ass to edit out. I can't leave it in. I can't leave it in. It's distracting to the people. I got to take it out. You know, in every episode, I'm like saying to myself, don't say right 1000 times in this episode. In my head, that's what I'm telling myself. Don't say right. 
1,000 times in I this just, episode. I'm like, don't say fuck. 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 But I don't know about you, but I'm having a freaking ball with this podcast. I love it. It I is love just, doing this. It's the highlight. It, it really is. It's the highlight. It's. I'm so glad we not just talked about it, but actually, actually did it. Yep. Actually yeah. did it. Well, I think that's the thing, like what we keep learning from all of the authors and creators that we've been talking to, all of them, all like six of them, is, yeah. is the importance of just doing. It is the, because I say it in every episode, make bad right. art. Just get out there and do. Yeah. And you will only learn and perfect by doing it. And the beginning is going to be shitty. You know, you don't, most people do not turn out masterpieces we are not prodigies. We are not those one in a million people. We are just people, but we can make really beautiful, wonderful, impactful things. But we have to start. You have to start. That's it. And, uh, you know, podcasting is hard. <laughs> I think just like with YouTube, there are certain topics that are going to take off no matter what. Mm-hmm. Right? True mm-hmm. crime is a gift. If this were a true crime podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or we- it, if I wanted to make an anti-MLM <laughs> or if it were about sex, YouTube, or uh, they would be like, I could take down Monate. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we would have, I would have fifty thousand subscribers. Exactly, but you know, but. you know, but, but books, you know, literature, literature, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little different. You know, you gotta, it is. you gotta push a little harder. We're aware of that, so just stick with us because we're gonna be here. We're here. We're trying. We're gonna. We're going to fill your ear holes with, with the goodness and you're going to like it. Goodness. And you're going to like it. You're going <laughs> to love it. <laughs> but I think that's one of the things that I've, I really have enjoyed is when people do share on yeah. Instagram and they're like, I'm listening to these ladies and I love it. I'm like, people care. <laughs> it's like it's a lot of times you feel like you're talking into a void. Yeah. And so. It's like the same when someone actually comments on your YouTube channel or on your video or on your posts on exactly. Instagram. And they're like, this is so pretty or whatever it is. And you're like, yay. Like, Thank you. Yes, <laughs> so you like it. attention. Yeah. Because we put time and effort and heart and soul and blood and tears. And you don't see when we lose yeah. episodes. You don't see when shit's not. Like the amount of things that went wrong with Achilles. <laughs> Recording. The amount of things and the recording and the editing for video and the audio, like it was, it was, uh, it was a trip. It was, I it mean, was, we worked to get that, that episode yeah. out. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it, there was a moment with the video. I didn't think it was going to come. I really didn't like it. And I was so glad it recovered itself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, stuff happens. I think we were talking about this when we were interviewing Rachel. Like, we're it's all technology, right? And mm-hmm. it works until it doesn't. And that's just what it is. And then we all kind of don't know what we're doing. And it's been like that for a really long time. I remember years ago, you know, as I, I haven't worked in an office in years, but like when I, uh, I remember the power going out and everyone's like, well, well, now what? Now what do I do? You know, it's 2007 and like you just, you, even even in 2007, we had no idea what to do with our lives without the power. Because at that point, even your telephone lines were on internet. So, like, I couldn't even call anybody. That was it. You, that you're was done. It. You were like, all right, I'm going to read a book. That's it. <laughs> there's nothing you can do until the power comes back. That's it. I'll go do some filing. Like, <laughs> I can't do anything. I guess I'll refill that coffee before it goes cold. <laughs> you, you, you know? <laughs> And so, like, you know, at some points, you just kind of have to, like, yeah. just leave it to the technology gods and let go. Because that's all you let really go can and do. Let go, let go and let technology. Because that's it. You, <laughs> there's that's nothing it. you can do. <laughs> yeah, so know that, too, if you're planning on getting into this, into this game. Just, you know, it's all technology. Files are going to get lost. technology has a bad day as well. Things are going to get corrupted. Mm-hmm. Your computer is going to decide to just randomly delete files. <laughs> right. I mean, look, we've we've had a good handful of scary moments. We recorded an episode one time. Her file showed up. Mine didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? We interviewed Rachel and she had issues with her hotel Wi-Fi. So she cut out for a while. And then that initial file took a long time to finish process. Like things happen. Things happen. 
the NSA turned off Achilles' power. <laughs> you know? No, sorry, NSA man. He, we're not blaming you. We're just saying. Sorry. We're just saying. <laughs> so we just roll with the punches, right? That's 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 it. We just yeah. roll with the punches. Yeah. If this is your first time tuning in to TBR Lowdown Podcast, we encourage you to go back to the very first episode and just just give us a listen just catch up we've had great conversations we've interviewed some great people and there is so much more to come for 2022 so stick with us tell a friend subscribe leave a review all that good stuff we welcome all of you yes come to us come to us come to us is that it are we out of here that's it are we finished yay yay Bye. bye Well, we've come to the end of the show. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We kindly ask that you go to Apple Podcast and subscribe to our show and leave a review. That would help us out tremendously. Don't forget to follow TBR Lowdown on Instagram at TBR Lowdown and visit our website for show notes, the link to join our Discord book club, and other information at tbrlowdown.com. You can follow me, Naomi, on Instagram at BookLadyReads and follow Alyssa on Instagram at NerdyNurseReads. Thanks again for listening and for your support. Until next time.